Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Um, let's go, let's just say, if you got your Bibles, let's go to the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, the, the first book of our Bible. Uh, Genesis chapter number 21 and verse number 14 is where I'm going to begin reading. That's Genesis chapter number 21, verse number 14. Uh, I was studying, and, and this week, um, I, the, last Sunday, me and the preacher met with our teenagers, mostly the preacher. I was with Miss Stephanie. We was trying to uh, uh, make coffee for all the youngins, and uh, somebody forgot the milk. I ain't going to talk about who forgot the milk. Uh, we're just going to blame it on Colt and go on somewhere. Now I'm just picking. Now, uh, we, we forgot the milk, and we had to run and try to find milk, and if y'all didn't know, there was a chance of snow on Monday, so there wasn't no bread, uh, milk and bread uh, on this side of 77 at all, um, even on a little bit on the other side of 77, because I went there, couldn't find none. But anyway, we met with them last week, and one of the things that the kids talked about that they would love to study is a character study, a Bible character study, and, and having a youth group Bible reading plan, just like Miss Leslie does with the ladies. And so this week, I started working on a character Bible reading plan, and and I've got one week's done so far, so we'll work on that and get some more done uh, and give to the youngins this week or maybe next week or something, and, and they can start working on it. But I was going through different Bible characters, and I printed off a list because in my mind, I've got to see the big picture. I can't see just a little picture. And I printed off a list, and I was looking at some of the names down through there, and I was, I was thinking about some of them. And, and, and we got over there to Abraham, and, and Abraham, that's one of the, the, the characters that the kids will have this week or, or their first week when we start it. And um, they, uh, uh, Abraham is going to be one of the characters, and I started studying him. And I come across one of his children's name, and no, it's not Isaac. It's a man by the name of Ishmael. Ishmael, and I was looking at all these, and, and, and I was going through these character studies, and, and I was looking, and, and, I, and I was trying to put a one-liner or maybe a paragraph with every Bible character. And I got to thinking about Abraham, you know, father of many nations. Uh, you can think about that. You could think about Adam, the first man. You can think about little one-liners to give him, the David, the lion slayer. Uh, you could go Paul, the great missionary. Uh, you could go Peter, the loudmouth, or something like that, and I'm just picking... But one-liners for all Bible characters, so I started looking at Ishmael. And I started thinking about a one-liner for his life. And, and I studied his life not only just in the Bible, but I studied his life historically. And, and I was looking at another religion um, that his name is tied to. And so as I was studying all this, I just found that I could I, I come up with this one-liner for his life. And it's going to be my title today, What Might Have Been. Ishmael, what might have been. So let's dig into, the, into Ishmael's life, and, and uh, we're going to take a small glimpse into it here uh, in, our, in our text verse. And um, I don't know, I looked last night, and I was trying to find if somebody else had preached on it, an entire message on Ish, Ishmael, and it's hard to find. Not a lot of people talk about him. Not a lot of people have a whole lot to say about him. Um, there's some of them that do, and, and I don't know if it's in context or out, but I, I just couldn't, I didn't like what they had to say, and so it's hard to find anything on him, and but this is just what the Lord gave me, and, and I was looking at his life, and I just I can't help but think that we can learn some things from Ishmael today. Look at Genesis chapter number 21, verse number 14. And if you're at home, I challenge you to, to stand up and read the Word of God with us. The Bible says this, And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water. And by the way, when I read bottle of water, it cracked me up. I couldn't think he brought her a Dazani. 
I couldn't think of that. But anyway, that's just what my, how my mind worked. He took a bread and a bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle. And she cast the child under one, uh, under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat down over against him a, a good way off, as it were a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat, uh, she sat over against him and left up her voice and wept. Verse number 17, the Bible says this, And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up thy lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. And God was with the lad, and, grew, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. God, I pray, God, that once again, God, that you'll help us today, God. God, that you'll clear our mind, God, and you'll help us focus, God, and let us get the point across that you see fit today, God. And God, I pray, God, that we'll learn something from the life of Ishmael today, God, of what might have been. And God, I just pray, God, that you'll touch us and help us, God. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever looked in your life, back through your life, and seen moments and times in your life where you ask the question, what might have been? What might have been if you did this or if you did that? What might have been if you had not ate that second cheeseburger? Or what might have been if you hadn't ate whatever that thing was your aunt brought to the family reunion? Moments in your life where we look back on regret. There's moments in our life where we look back on, you know, I could have done nothing different. There's moments in our life we look back and we say, I probably could have done some things different. I believe we all have those moments in our life that we wish that we could have done something different than what, they, than what we've done to change the outcome. Those are moments in all of our lives. We will never be perfect. We will all make mistakes. When I look at the life of Ishmael, I see a life full of opportunity. And he had the will of God at his fingertips. I see a life full of opportunity and the will of God at his fingertips. Think about this right here for a second. How many people in our Bible did God provide food in their most desperate moments? Think about that. Think about the people in our Bible that God provided food or drink in their most desperate moments. I think of Elijah. Uh, I think of Elijah, and I can't help anymore, but when I think of Elijah, uh, if you're on the live page, you can see me. I can't help the, the raven salute that Brother, uh, Daniel, or, uh, or Brother, uh, Brother Boone talked about. I called him Daniel Boone. Uh, uh, Brother Boone talked about uh, Bradley Boone. I'll get it right in a minute. Brother Bradley Boone preached the message on about being the ravens up at the Foothills Youth uh, Jubilee. And, and when I think of Elijah, and I think about how them ravens fed him, and how there's lessons that we can learn from the life of Elijah. I think about the baby in the field in the book of Isaiah that was polluted in his own blood. I think about the widow woman whose the barrel never ran out. I think about the hundred people that Elisha fed and that with, with the help of the Lord. I think about Jesus and feeding the 4,000 and Jesus and feeding the 5,000. All of these has a lesson to learn from, but I can't find a single lesson that God shows up after he feeds Ishmael. Other than God keeping his promise with Abraham, that his seed would rule of a nation. That's the only thing I see, but in Ishmael, the story of Ishmael, 
being left for dead and God providing the food that he needed, I can't help but think that there should have been a lesson learned there, yet there was no lesson learned. Uh, we just find out that he, what does it say there? He, he was fed, he, was, he grew up and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer, and he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother took him a wife of the land of Egypt. I believe that he got as a moment in his life where um, he did. So let's take a look real quick at the life of Ishmael and some highlights of the life of Ishmael. See, his name means God will hear. God will hear. The story of Ishmael is found in Genesis 16, 17, 21, and 25. Ishmael was Abraham's firstborn son. His mother was Sarah's handmaid. Uh, well, yeah, was Sarah's handmaid, Hagar. Sarah gave her handmaiden uh, to Abraham so that they could have a child through her. Abraham took Hagar as his concubine and wife, but, uh, but any child born of the union would officially belong to Abraham and Sarah. Once Hagar became pregnant, she was uh, 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 isolated to Sarah, and Sarah abused her. Hagar fled from Sarah. Uh, she stopped at a well on her way back to Egypt when an angel told her to return and submit to Sarah. And then the angel announced that Ishmael's birth to Hagar. The birth announcement included a, a description of his destiny. Uh, uh, his strong-willed mother, Ishmael, would be that he would be a wild man. Uh, and he would have hands against everyone, and everyone's hand would be against him. Hagar returned to Sarah, and the angel had commanded to her and bore Abraham a son. The absence of Sarah's name means her dream of being built by Hagar was not realized. Abraham was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. Uh, Abraham um, uh, circumcised Ishmael when he was 13, along with all the male members of the Abraham's house. Um, after God told Abraham that Sarah would have a son, Abraham inquired about Ishmael's future. God replied that Ishmael would be blessed and that he will make him fruitful and multiply him exceedingly. He would have 12 princes that he would begat and, and he would make him a great nation. And God held to that promise. That promise. Isaac was Ishmael's half-brother who was born a year later. Uh, this is a year later after his circumcision. Uh, if you study it out, you'll find out that when uh, uh, along the time that Isaac was born... Ishmael would probably have been around 13 or 14 years old. Then Isaac was born, and uh, 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 when, one day when, uh, after the weaning of Isaac, there was, there was a time when Ishmael was picking on or being mean or, or however you want to look at it, he was mocking Isaac. And Sarah saw it and demanded that Abraham would get rid of the slave woman and her son. Though Abraham was greatly distressed and very displeased with Sarah's request, he agreed because God told him to do whatever Sarah tells him to do. And we find out that God had dismissed the, or Abraham had dismissed Hagar and her son out of the presence of, uh, of the children of Israel. And uh, he, had, he, had, he had cast them out. And that's what we read about right here in verse number 14. We come to that point to where that's what we read about. And, and we learn that um, uh, Ishmael did grow up after this and he became a great nation. Uh, he had many followers. He had 12 princes after him. There's a very small glimpses into his life that we find. We find him in, uh, we find he's mentioned in, in the book of Chronicles. Uh, some of, his, uh, some of his, um, his, his children are mentioned in the book of Chronicles in 27, helping David. Um, we, we, we believe that, but uh, we also find he's mentioned um, at the burial of Abraham. But I can't think of the help but think about uh, Ishmael living 137 years old. He was 137 years old when he died. And I can't help but think of this right here. That 137 years 
was 137 years of waste. 137 years of waste. Think about this right here. Anything that is not of God is a counterfeit. Now, I'm not saying that uh, uh, someone that is... And, and, and we know that with the way that Ishmael was, was conceived was straight... Uh, uh, straight out of hell, if you want to look at it that way. It was uh, Abraham in the flesh, and Abraham uh, uh, went against God, and, and, and Satan got in his mind of doubt. Satan got in Sarah's mind of doubt and told them that there was no way that at 86 years old, Abraham would ever have a child with Sarah. And that the only way that they would be someone to follow along in Abraham's footsteps was if Abraham were to take Hagar and have a child with her. And, and so we know that that was, that that was not a godly decision that was made. It was out of the will of God for Ishmael to ever have been born. And so if you're, if you're born here today and you may think, well, I was a mistake and, and my parents shouldn't have done what they'd done. You know what I'm here to tell you right now? God does not make mistakes. He knows exactly what you're doing. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly the situation you were born into. But I'm just here to tell you today, you're not a waste. It's all up to you. Ishmael had a future where he was in the will of God. I believe with all my, life, all my heart, Ishmael could have had a life where, where he lived in the perfect will of God, yet he didn't. Yet I believe he missed God. Ishmael became another number of the one of those that left the will of God. I can't help but think when Genesis chapter number 21 comes around, Ishmael is somewhere along the ages of 17, 18, or 19 years of age. If you look at our statistics today in our churches, ages 18 to 35 is gone. They're not there. They're, 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 there's, there's a hiatus of, of, of people in those ages. They're, they're, they're just not there. They're nowhere to be found. And I can't help but think that this is just a type of what we were going to see in our day. Ishmael was raised with a good daddy. Abraham, a father of many nations. Uh, Abraham uh, never wrote a book or anything like that, but he got to be honored as a father of many nations. He was raised by a good stepmom, if you want to look at it that way. Sarah would have been a great stepmom. Sarah would have raised him in the things of the Lord. He would have been raised around the people of the Lord. He would have been raised around the things of God. Yet when he turns to that crucial age of 18 years old, he begins to make decisions on his own, and Ishmael turns from the will of God. So I think about Ishmael's life. I think about his life, and I look at his life, and I think of what might have been. What might have been. Let's look at some things in Ishmael's life of what might have been. Ishmael had the opportunity to be whatever God wanted him to be. He had the opportunity of doing the things of the Lord. He had the opportunity of living in God's perfect will. But just like most 18 to 35-year-olds, he missed the will of God for his life. Ishmael. Think about this right here. I'm going to think of three things right here real quickly and we'll be done. Ishmael missed God's covenant with Isaac. Ishmael could have been at Isaac's right-hand man. He could have helped Isaac build the altar and dig the well. Yet he was living the dream life and living in his father's prayers and at the same time never seeing God answer his, prayer, his personal prayers. He becomes a counterfeit. He could have been, he could have, he missed God's covenant with Isaac. Ishmael missed the covenant of God with Isaac. Think about that for a minute. Ishmael could have, could have been a part of the children of Israel. His name could have been listed with the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, I want to think about it. He could have been there. But he missed the mark. 
He could have been there, but he become a counterfeit. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. He become a counterfeit. Think about this right here. How many teenagers today, how many 20-year-olds are living on answered prayers of their father and mother? Think about that today. Abraham prayed and asked God and God blessed him and promised him that he would be the father of many nations and that his children's seed would be numbered with the stars. And Isaac and Ishmael alone both were living in the prayers of their father. You know what? I don't want to live in the prayers of my father and my mother. I want to, leave, I want to see God answer prayers in my life. I want to see God do things in my life. I want, to see, I want to hear God when I pray. I want to pray prayers and I don't tell nobody else about. And I want to pray prayers that God hears and God answers. I've got to be my own life. I've got to be my own man. I've got to stop living under mom and daddy's prayers and stop living under my prayers God started answering prayers in Abraham's life but I can't find a single prayer that was ever answered in the life of Ishmael even when he was raised as a child and his mother Hagar took him out there he was fed by the prayers of his mother he was he was fed by the prayers of his mother he was raised and became an archer by the prayers of his mother where was his prayers at? And where did God answer his prayers at? I believe it's because Ishmael, he got in the world right there. His mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt, which we know is the top of the world. And he got in the world and got tangled up with the things of the world. And that's why when Abraham dies, he leaves everything he has to Isaac. And Ishmael gets nothing. Ishmael, being the eldest, should have got the greatest reward. But because Ishmael missed God, he got the least. I think about that he missed God's covenant with Isaac. I see Ishmael miss God's calendar. Think about this right here. The most exciting time in the history of Christianity. Ishmael is nowhere to be found. Had a moment when there was history to be made in the Christian faith. Ishmael is gone and Ishmael's not there. Ishmael is nowhere to be found when there's history to be made. You know where I want to find myself when there's history to be made in the Christian faith? I want to find myself right in the middle of it. I don't want to read about it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm tired of reading about church history. I know we said that in 2017 and 2016 and, and during those years, but you know what? I'm still tired of reading about what took place in 2016. I want to see God do it again. I want to see God send revival to our country. I want to see God send revival to our church. I want to see God send revival to my family. I want to see God send revival to our youth group. I want to see God do big things and I don't want to miss His calendar. Ishmael missed out on the calendar, on God's calendar. He missed out on the opportunity to be a part of church history. He missed it. Think about that for a minute. Hell, he missed out. He missed the move of God. He had an opportunity to make church history, yet he's nowhere to be found. I see that Ishmael missed God's covenant with Isaac. I see Ishmael missed God's calendar. Then I also see that Ish Ishmael missed his own uh, con conservation. God promised Abraham that his children would rule over great nations and that his seed would be numbered with the stars. Ishmael got everything that was promised to Abraham, but what might have been? But what might have been? To the world, the life of Ishmael was a great life. He had children and raised them and ruled a nation of people as God promised. Uh, as God promised, he even knew uh, how to... He, his name is even known in starting a religion. He was probably in the world's eyes rich but he was missing God's perfect will for his life. Now that religion that he started, or his name is associated with starting, 
is responsible for spreading of fear around the world. Think about this one man's choice to walk away from the perfect will of God ends like this. As of 2015, there's 1.8 billion Muslims as of 2015. I started studying that out and started looking about where is Ishmael fall in the history of the world. And Ishmael had a big step in the history of the world. He did. He had children and one of his children had a child and that child's name was Muhammad. Muhammad was convinced that Ishmael, basically if you study him out, he basically believes Ishmael was Isaac. Everything that God done in Isaac's life is actually what took place in Ishmael's life. And he took, and, and, and Satan took a man that made one choice to walk away from the perfect will of God and took one choice to, when he could have stayed in God's will, God preserved him out there in the desert. God could have killed him right then. God could have took Ishmael out, but God preserved him for a reason. I believe that there was a will in his life that we may, know, we may never know nothing about. But what we see is that it, it led to a counterfeit, and then a counterfeit religion. As of 2015, I said there's 1.8 billion Muslims. Think about this right here. In Indonesia, there's 231 million Muslims. In Pakistan, there's about 213 million. India, there's 200 million. In Bangladesh, there's 154 million. In Nigeria, there's 95 to 105 million. In Egypt, there's 85 to 90 million. In Iran, there's almost 83 million. In Turkey... There is 74 million. In, in uh, Algeria, there is 40, almost 42 million. In Sudan, there's almost, uh, in Sudan, there's almost 40 million Islam. Think about the opportunity that was missed. I believe that if Ishmael would have followed the will of God, there was an opportunity that right now they would, he, could, he could be taking 1.8 million people to heaven with him. Except for he let Satan deceive almost two, million, two, two billion people. Think about this right here. Nine countries in the world have a 99% or higher percentage of Muslims in their population. Nine countries in the world. Think about this. At present, there is three to four million in the U.S. And Islam is set to become the second largest religion in the U.S. And you can trace Islam all the way back to that day. To Genesis chapter number 21. When God was with the lad, there's your key word, was with. He was with the lad. And he grew and dwelled in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. And that's pretty much the last that we hear of Ishmael. Ishmael had the opportunity. I believe he had the opportunity to have the influence of billions of people. Just like you today, young person. You may fall in that age category of 18 to 35. You may be a teenager. You may be over 35. You may be over 45. You may be as an elder in the church. But you have those same opportunities. What are you going to choose today? What are you going to... Ishmael could have chose God. God, I don't know what God's perfect will for his life was. I can only imagine with him having the influence of billions of people to convert them to Muslim or convert them to Islam, how, I, what kind of effect could he have on Christianity if, long as, if Ishmael would have just chose God? So I want you to think about your life. 
And I want you to look back over your life, and if you think this phrase, what might have been, why don't you change it today? Why don't you, you know, you can't, you can't go back and change the past. We can't time travel. You know, I'd love, if I could time travel, I'd love to go back to Ishmael out there in the wilderness when he becomes an archer and just explain to him, stay with God. Stay with God. There's billions coming down the line. They're going to look at the teachings and the sayings that you have. There's billions. Just stay with God and, and what the blessings that you may have. But yet, we can't do that. But you know what I can do? I can ensure that this moment forward I live as close to the perfect will of God for my life as I can. I strive to let my children live as close to that perfect will of God in their lives as well. So if you're asking the question today, what might have been in your life, why don't you just get it right with God today, right in your home? Maybe you're, just, maybe you're lost and undone without God and you need Him in your life. Today's the day. Just ask Him into your heart. If you'll ask Him, He'll come in your heart and He'll save you. Maybe you're saved today and you need to... You're that Ishmael. And you're, you've got the opportunity to touch the world. Why don't you take that opportunity for God? Because Satan's got another opportunity, to, uh, opportunity for you. I hope you got something out of it today. I really enjoyed studying this on the life of Ishmael and how he was a... What might have been in his life. What might have been if they would have been... That 1.8 billion Muslims as of 2015, you could basically probably say over 2 billion Muslims today. Very easily, I believe you could say that. So 2 billion people he could have had effect on. What if all those were Christians? What different world we'd probably live in today.